BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Stakes, checks, stacks. You and I are going to make a lot of money. It's Pharrell, coast to coast. I got to tell you, Carver High, I think that that uh, story that the prime minister was talking about, the NFL is considering tossing uh, guys uh, with the roughing the passer uh, that they can you know, review to hit and toss them out of the game. What they should really do is review the policy that they have in place now that says if you're not an elite Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, et cetera, that you're allowed to take anyone's head off you want. If you're Kenny Pickett or your Ritter or your uh, Trevor Lawrence, any of those, if you're in your first, second, third year in the NFL, uh, you're open season. They don't care if you're decapitated. But if you're a superstar player in the NFL and one of the elite quarterbacks, you're not allowed to breathe on them. And what are they going to do? Throw guys out that hit them, but then they don't do anything to guys like, did you see, like, you cannot tell me that your guy Milano destroyed that quarterback, broke every rib in his body, no flag, no flag on the picket body slam on his head. And after the Tua game, where this all became an issue and they started throwing the flag every week, uh, they pretended like they care about concussions. The NFL is a joke with their policies. They're going to kick guys out now for what? They, you can't even touch Tom Brady without getting a flag, but you can destroy and decapitate anyone else in the NFL if they're not, you know, ultra famous. That's just all there is to it. The refs don't throw flags against young quarterbacks that get destroyed in that league, and yet they throw them if you even breathe on Aaron Rodgers. It goes back to the same thing that we've been for years. The consistency level from one guy to the other, it's just ridiculous. Uh, there, there's no consistency to – and look, I, I thought maybe the answer was maybe they should start reviewing these things. I mean, they tried that with defensive pass interference a few years ago. Remember what a disaster that was that they had to stop doing it because they were reviewing pass interference calls uh, every four minutes in the game. So I don't know what the right answer is, but I think you're kind of onto it. Just call it the same way for everybody. Just call it the same way. That, that, that's all that we need to do. Uh, and then maybe we'll be able to figure out, uh, you know, because there are different you rules cannot, for different guys. Mike, There's no you question cannot about that. grab a quarterback and take him yeah. from one side of your body to the other with a throw-down move where they whip them over their body and onto the ground like Smith did to pick it on Sunday. I'm only yeah. using it as an example because it was so egregious. Uh, he body slammed him on his head. The guy leaves with a concussion. He's not playing this week because of it. There wasn't even a consideration of a flag. It doesn't matter no. if you're nobody in this league, if you're in your first, second, third year, you, they don't care if you get um, literally paralyzed. I really don't believe yeah. for one minute they care if you get paralyzed and taken out on a stretcher. But as I said, if you're Patrick Mahomes, you're not allowed to breathe on him. 
You're not even allowed to look at him. Joe Burrow's getting that now, too. You're not allowed to breathe on him either. Uh, so it's who you are. It's not what kind of hit you take. It's who you are. If you are if you have no juice and no credentials and no stock options, you're just open season. They don't care what happens to you. And that's what's wrong with the NFL. It's a joke. They should protect them all the same way or don't have any rules at all and let the defense take the guy's head off all they want because that's the way it was back in the day. I agree. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates for El Coast to Coast, Sirius XM 159, Sports Map, Sports Byline. Good to have everybody with us uh, here on a Wednesday. Uh, all right. I think finally, Scotty, we're at the end of the line uh, with the Odell Beckham Jr. stuff. Like, I know we've been doing this for weeks. Who cares? Is he going to sign? He's taking visits. Is he going to go play for a team in the playoffs? Uh, the reports this morning were that he's going to wait until the offseason uh, to sign with a new team. Here's Jerry Jones yesterday on 103.5 The Fan in Dallas saying, uh, signing T.Y. Hilton does not necessarily mean that they're out on Beckham. I think it's fair to say that uh, uh, he's a outstanding receiver. Uh, he's, uh, as uh, you well know, he's uh, not ready to play today. That's important. And uh, But he will be ready come spring. And uh, he's a receiver that uh, uh, I think uh, would uh, fit any team. And uh, so uh, I, I want to... Uh, uh, easily say there's uh, going to be continued interest in Odell. Yeah, I, I, but is I it safe to say he won't be on this year's version of the Dallas Cowboys? No, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't go that far if you'll include the playoffs. Yeah, I don't believe any of that that just came out of his mouth for one minute. They did not sign T.Y. Hilton to turn around and sign Odell Beckham Jr. I don't see it happening at all. I believe more the story that's rolling today that he's not going to sign with anybody. He's not ready to play. I'm with you. I think you've already seen it now. Two of the three teams that he visited, Cowboys signed Hilton, Bills brought Beasley back. That's all. That's that's the breadcrumbs right that's there. It. They all know that he's, he's not ready to play, and it's that simple. Uh, when we come back, uh, I've got some audio of uh, Micah Parsons and Von Miller talking about Jalen Hurts, which I thought was pretty interesting. We've got Tomlin on the Steeler quarterback situation this week. Uh, a couple of other things uh, before we get into some baseball and hockey as well uh, this hour on Coast to Coast. How about your boy Ovi last night? Not only did he One do night. it, but he had a hat trick to boot. They were giving him a standing O in Chicago. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So what was Micah saying about uh, Hurts? What's his deal? Well, Micah Parsons, of course, uh, one of the best defensive players in the league for the Cowboys, was on Von Miller's Vaughncast yesterday, Scotty. Uh, and here they are discussing 
if Jalen Hurts, who we mentioned earlier in the show, is now the favorite to win the MVP, uh, should he be the MVP? Here it is on the Voncast on Bleacher Report. Is it Hurts or the team? I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, <laughs> it's, I think it's, a little, it's, it's system and team. I think it's a little bit of both, man, because they got a great deep, they got a great offensive line, which helps Hurts. Hurts has AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. They got a good running game. I um, mean, Miles Sanders. They scheme that, that they, they scheme that they have. O line. Yeah. I mean, bro, bro like, it, like, <laughs> and this Eagles Cowboys, this Eagles Cowboy coming up, ain't it? Yeah, it's coming up. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make no enemies. I, I just like, I just love the game so much, and I understand it so much that like, I can't. I, I like, I like when things are off. I, I just can't like hold it in. Like, I almost gotta say something. Like, you know, you're right. They got, they got a great team, great defense. But everyone, everyone has their own opinions. Like, but they got so Jalen Hurts is, MVP. he's good. He's he, good. They got him for the MVP race with Patrick Mahomes. His stats and what he's been doing, what numbers that he's putting up is MVP worthy. Yeah, listen, I, I don't care what Micah Parsons says. Here's the deal. I think the Eagles will go to Dallas and beat the Cowboys in Jerry's world because they are a better football team. The Cowboys are posers. They could barely beat the Texans at home, and they should have lost. When he threw the pick at the five-yard line and the Texans couldn't score and make five yards out of that, uh, that was the most embarrassing fail I've seen in the NFL this year. The Cowboys are not legitimately a threat offensively to anyone. That's why they wanted to get OBJ. They're average at best. Meanwhile, the Eagles are scintillating. Every time they touch the ball, they score, and they move the ball at will on everyone, and they run the ball better than everyone. They pass the ball. It is amazing to me that I'm listening to this rhetoric about Jalen Hurts. They have been talking crap about this kid since he came out of high school. Literally, that he sucks. He sucked at Alabama. He sucked at Oklahoma. He sucks in the NFL. Meanwhile, all he does is win and get better and better and better and better. Get ready, Dallas. You're going to be watching the NFC Championship game like the rest of us, and it's going to be the Eagles and the Niners and not you because the Cowboys suck. They're posers. They're not for real. They can't beat great teams, and you're going to see it in short order. They'll struggle this week in Jacksonville because that's who they are. Uh, that Eagle-Cowboy game next Saturday, Christmas Eve in Dallas, uh, 4 o'clock kick. Eagles. Uh, looking forward to that. But the Dallas Cowboys do have to get through Jacksonville this week. They are four-point road favorites uh, against the Jags, Scotty, on Sunday. Tell me you're not leery to lay four in Jacksonville with the Cowboys. Oh, I'd be extremely leery, especially since, I mean, do we know what Jacksonville team I'm going to get? Are we going to get the Jacksonville team that we've seen some spurts from you never know. Uh, over the last six weeks? If I'm getting that team, you know, I, I might want uh, to take that four with the Jags on Sunday down there. Uh, that's for sure. Lawrence has looked a lot better. We, we've been, we were yelling about it. He stepped up this last month, two months, and show that he can actually be a quarterback now in the NFL, which is huge for Jacksonville. And he played injured. Uh, let's hear from t- and he played injured. Uh, let's hear from Tomlin, uh, Scotty. Speaking of injured, Kenny Pickett in the concussion protocol. What is the plan this week for the Steelers? He's not playing. Um, his ability to work oftentimes will determine um, whether or not he gets an opportunity to. Um, we'll, we'll take it day by day. Um, I think he's out visiting with the docs as we speak. Um, if he's able to work, we'll work him. Um, if he's unable to work, obviously, we'll divvy those rep, reps up between Mitch and Mason, and, and we'll, we'll play both guys um, if he's unable to work in, in a practice setting in an effort to make a determination what's best as we lean in on the latter part of the week. But again, when you're dealing with someone in the, in, in the protocol, man, you just simply take it day by day, and whatever the medical experts tell us in terms of uh, the, the rate of work or the quality of work, we'll adhere to it and we'll kind of frame up our planning and make decisions accordingly based on that information. Okay, so just so we're clear here, uh, we always go through this every year. The Steeler fans, most of them are stupid. They think that uh, Mike Tomlin should be fired every time they lose a game. Secondly, uh, they think that he should be fired this year because he's going to have his first losing season ever uh, in Pittsburgh. 
and see, they knew that they were going to lose this season because they were going to play Kenny Pickett all year. That was the plan. They were going to let Mitchell play about two games, three max, and then it was the Kenny show. So they knew they were going to have a losing season. And so the moral of the story is Christmas tale here from Santa Claus and the little elves. They're not firing Mike Tomlin. So get ready. He'll be back next year and the year after and the year after. The Roonies don't fire coaches, okay? Especially guys that have gone 15 years of winning and a Super Bowl. They're not firing. Then again, uh, all the drunk, fat, slob Steeler fans that I sit with in my section, you're always wrong anyway, so who cares? Have another Iron City and shut up. Uh, nothing wrong with a nice, ice-cold Iron City, uh, Sky, to get things cooking. <laughs> I'd like to get myself uh, one of those right now. Uh, Steelers are in Carolina on Sunday. Loss. Panthers minus two and a half. I saw Mason Rudolph today. Somebody asked him, I guess, because obviously Pickett's not meeting the media because he's probably not playing. Uh, if it's 2A and 2B with him and Trubisky, and Mason's response was, well, I haven't been active for any games this year, so I can't see how I'm 2B. Uh, so your boy, Mitt, you know he's probably been upset all year that he's kind of been like the third guy and pushed to the back. Right. I, they, they can't possibly go to him. The Tomlin up there saying they're going to split reps. Why? Why are they going to split reps? You know he's going to play Trubisky. Give Trubisky all the reps. You don't want to play Mason Rudolph. You've made it pretty clear. Makes no sense Listen, sometimes. Just Mason Rudolph sucks, and he's still made $8 million in his career in Pittsburgh, so he really needs to shut the F up. I mean, honestly, he's made a fortune uh, never getting hit, never playing. All you do is stand there and go to practice and make $8 million. Where do I sign up for that job? Sounds like a pretty sweet uh, deal. Baker Mayfield will start for the Rams Monday night against the Packers. Uh, what a dream that game's going to be on Monday night. Uh, Rams-Packers, Scotty. Uh, get you get you excited uh, to finish off week 15. Uh, the Chiefs, 49ers, and Vikings can all clinch their divisions this week. The Bills and the Cowboys can clinch playoff spots uh, with wins. That is your update on the clinching scenarios. They're all getting the in. There you go. They're all, all of those They're teams all getting are getting in. in. A uh, couple of baseball things uh, for you. You talked about Correa with JJ. I saw this and I just I had to bring this to you today. Of course, 13 years, 350 million dollars the San Francisco Giants gave Carlos Correa. He's only finished in the top five of the MVP once. He's only been to two All Star games. He's never hit 30 home runs. He's never driven in 100 RBIs, and they gave him that kind of money. I know he's a great listen. Won a World Series. Good postseason player. Really clutch in the postseason. That's a ton of cash for a guy who doesn't have the kind of credentials these other guys do that get that money. Yeah, I got to tell you, I, I think it's the worst baseball contract I've ever seen in my life. There is no way it's... that you can justify giving Carlos Correa 13 years, $350 million, no trade clauses, no outs. He has them by the onions and Scott Boris is a genius. Carlos Correa, to me, I swear to God, is not even worth $200 million. $350 million they gave to Carlos Correa. I mean, it is the worst mistake I've ever seen in baseball that the Giants got so played by, you know, losing Judge that they were forced to give this guy, in my opinion, $150 million more than he's worth. That guy's not worth $350. He will never be worth $350 million. He will never live up to that contract, but he will be laughing all the way to the bank for the rest of his life. He's set, never has to work another day in his life, and he can go hit 250, 240, 230, 220, 210. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Think you got what it takes to score the big goal? Customers can participate daily and try to score versus Tim Howard for a chance at a free bet, boost tokens, and more. Just select whether you're going left or right and try to get it past one of the world's best keepers. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Mike DeCourcy is with the Sporting News, a regular on Coast to Coast every week here on Sports Grid TV. And we had a rough uh, week Mike, because uh, two of our friends uh, passed. One, Mike Leach has been on this show for over 20 years, going back to my days uh, at Howard Stern and at CBS. He was a regular on this show as well on Coast to Coast. And Grant Wall has been doing my show for 20 years plus, and it has been a good friend of the show. I cannot even fathom what has happened that we've lost both of them. And I particularly can't understand really what happened with this aneurysm for Grant Wall in Qatar. What could be worse? Yeah, I, it, it's so unfortunate to, that that he was where he was when he became ill. And I mean, who knows if he had been in New York, whether things had been would have turned out differently. We don't know. Uh, those are those are uh, terrible afflictions. Uh, they 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 do uh, hit very suddenly and often without any warning or much warning. Uh, there have been some famous people who have passed away of similar things. The, the gentleman who wrote Rent, uh, Jonathan Larson, died of something similar, if not identical, uh, to what took Grant from us. And it's it's just a tragic outcome. And, and I knew Grant. It happens that both of us were covering national college basketball for major magazines in the early 2000s. And that's where I, that's when we met. And I you know, I've known him since more than 20 years. And Grant's one of the most honorable people and best journalists that I've ever known. And because we shared a love for soccer, we also hit it off as well with that in common. And, and I, have, you know, I, I, I have great memories of five, I think it was five times during March, we were in the same place during March Madness, the same regional or the final four, and went to watch US men's national team games at a sports bar or whatever and enjoyed uh, a meal and watching the game. And it just, it, it, I, I, I treasure those memories. Uh, he, he was such a wonderful friend and, and, and such a phenomenal journalist. And it's, it's just an awful thing to lose him at such a young age. And, uh, you know, Coach Leach, I, I did not know, um, but I, I knew people who dealt with him often, commonly, and who, and who just really enjoyed him as a person, as a, as, as a human being who had such a great sense of humor. Uh, and when you talk about age, I mean, uh, Mike's a year younger than I was, than I am now. So, you know, that hits pretty close to home as well. And, and I feel very badly for Mike's family, Grant's family, and all his dearest friends, all their dearest friends. I can't even uh, wrap my head around it, Mike. Like, these guys were on this show all the time. I mean, I have had both of them on my show at least over a hundred times each. They And Mike was a regular and a good friend of mine. Uh, he literally would call my show late night 
uh, walking his dog in the woods in Pullman, Washington. And of he, course. Uh, uh, he was a whack job. I mean, this guy was completely crazy. I told this story this week uh, many times over. I'll, I'll just say it real quickly. He invited me to go deep sea diving for hidden treasure. I mean, he was uh, convinced there were ships wrecked all over the Keys with gold everywhere and that we would find a, a, a treasure chest full of gold and that we'd never have to work another day in our lives. I mean, the guy wrote books about Pocahontas. The guy was absolutely off his rocker fun. And I just think it's just highly unfortunate. It always ceases to amaze me how they the good die young. I mean, it is just, it's like Billy Joel said, like I cannot wrap my hand around it that they're both gone. And just we just had Grant on before the World Cup, and now he's he's gone. It is just beyond me. Now let me just uh, try to stay positive here. I thought uh, Morocco's story was incredible. I thought their defense was incredible. I did not think France had more than maybe five chances in that game to score, and they got two of them. One of right. them when they caught him sleeping at the five minute mark. The other one off an Mbappe deflection to the right post, right on a guy's foot. I thought the second goal was lucky. Uh, I thought Morocco played him great. They did. Uh, the, the first goal, I, I thought there were multiple chances for Morocco to stop it. And maybe a little bit of panic once it got, once the ball got into motion into the deep into the, uh, into the box. I think there was a little bit of overreaction and, and, and even uh, to the last player who, who jumped on the goal line, which was a great move but didn't work out in that moment. Okay, I got to be on the post because he's got everything else covered with his angle. And, it, and he right. just went to the, to the goal line and it shot right past him. And if he'd been on the post, he'd, it would have hit him. Uh, so I think there was a little bit of that. And on the second one, you're right. There was luck on the deflection and it did hit, uh, you know, it did hit right on the, the, his uh, teammate's boot. But None of that happens if Mbappe isn't able to make the move to get himself in position to fire that cross uh, and then have it deflected perfectly. It, 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 he had to have the skill to get into that position. He was lucky, but there's a little bit of lucky and a lot of good. So Sunday morning, what a game. Messi against Mbappe, Argentina against France. And early we saw it's uh, minus 120 for France. Carver and I think France is the better team. But we're both pulling for Messi to go out on top. He's never won the World Cup. France won it. It's been since the 50s since a team repeated. And uh, France has that opportunity. Do you think that Messi and the Argentines can pull it off? Oh, I definitely think they can. Uh, the, the, the important thing for them, I believe, is to control Antoine Griezmann. And I thought that Morocco did a beautiful job of that today. And that's why it was as close as it was. They controlled Griezmann, uh, and they did a great job against Mbappe as well. They let down that one time you mentioned it, it was, uh, uh, one of the defenders slipped a little, and that gave Griezmann a chance to start the move that ended up with the goal. Uh, Griezmann was, I, I was not involved in the second goal. He might have been subbed by that point. Uh, but they, Argentina has to find a way to make sure that he doesn't rampage through the middle. Uh, if, if he doesn't, I think they can limit their chances to an extent. And then the question is, can Argentina create against France? I think Argent France has shown that they can be scored upon. Uh, Morocco had chances today, not a great finishing team, weren't able to get any of them home. But none of the previous opponents that France had was shut out. So I think that I think Argentina can get goals in this game. I think they can win. But that big question looms. Can you stop Griezmann? He's been the guy that's driven France through this tournament. Mbappe is their best player. He's he's going to be the next Messi. The stuff he's done to this point in his career, staggering. And if he wins a second World Cup, I mean, we're talking about an all-time legend of the game on, on the way if he's able to get two World Cups by the time he's 23. And he's uh, tied with Messi for the golden boot. Carver High, you can see, sitting on a massive ticket for Messi to win the golden boot. Who do you think will have a goal or more on Sunday? Messi or Mbappe or both? And who wins the I boot? I kind of think that Messi's a little more likely to score because what he does is he gets, first of all, he takes every penalty. 
Uh, so if, if Argentina is fortunate enough to win another penalty, you know he's going to the spot. I'm not sure whether that's Mbappe or not. I think it would be, but I, I don't think we've seen a ton of that in this tournament. Uh, so you know that. And then also, I think what, what, what makes Messi so dangerous is you think back to the Mexico goal, the one that uh, opened up a, a game that had been tied for about 55 minutes or so. And Mexico just lost track of him one time. And he was above the box, about five yards above the box, and they just lost track one time. Uh, one player, Hector Herrera, just lost track of him for a second, and then boom, the ball's in the goal. He, he has, one of his teammates find him. It doesn't take any time for him to settle the ball and take the shot. And that's, I think that's the difference with, with him relative to, to Mbappe, is that Mbappe's gonna, he's going to create something. He's going to get in the right position. But if you spend extraordinary effort to stop him, I, you can maybe control him. And I, I, I have no doubt that Argentina is going to work very hard to stop those two players, Griezmann and Mbappe. I think the World Cup has been fantastic in Qatar. I have nothing but praise for what I've seen. I've loved all the uh, games. I just think it's been spectacular on a daily basis. They've ripped through it. Here we are. Sunday, the final is going to be great. Who do you like tonight in College Park, Maryland or UCLA? And who do you like uh, on Saturday at Fog Allen? I, I'm leaning obviously kansas will handle indiana much like uh arizona handled them yeah well if we i have not seen any update at this point uh for for indiana on their starting shooting excuse me starting shooting guard uh he has not played the last several games uh and that's been a problem for them and as a result uh i i, I wouldn't trust Indiana in this game until I had uh, a, a definite outcome on Jalen Hood Shafino and whether or not he plays. What I don't like about UCLA going across the country to College Park is that trip coupled with the fact that Maryland just, you know, they are a tough team. I have been absolutely amazed at the job Kevin Willard has done in transforming the culture of Maryland's team. They have a few new players, but a lot of the same players and they, and they have just become completely reversed to what they have been over the last decade. This is an overachieving team now. Maryland hasn't had an overachieving team since Gary Williams retired. Hey, great stuff today, Mike. Enjoy the game tonight. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll see you again next week. And as always, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, look forward to next week. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we talk about Alex Ovechkin now and what he accomplished uh, last night in Chicago at the United Center. It was a surreal scene watching those Blackhawk fans uh, going off, cheering for Ovechkin with the OV chance and him bowing and doing curtain calls and everything else. What a scene. 
Uh, it certainly was, and deservedly so, uh, Scotty, to be quite honest. That's a nice job by the people in Chicago. They understand hockey. They know the deal. Uh, he went into that game last night with 797, was three away from becoming the third man to hit the 800 club. He does it in style, Scotty. The hat trick in Chicago, finishing it off. John Walton on Capitals Radio Network. Here we go. Puck set the distance all the way down into the Chicago zone. The Blackhawks starting another turnover in front, and Mantha feeding it to Kuznetsov and Morazic diving. A shot! They score! And it's Alex Ovechkin! And it's 800 goals in the National Hockey League! The bench empties! Alex Ovechkin is the third player in National Hockey League history to score 800 goals. He does it here in Chicago, Illinois on the 13th of December, 2022. History here at the Madhouse on Madison. Alex Ovechkin, Gordy Howe, and Wayne Gretzky are now the only three skaters ever in National Hockey League history to score 800 goals. Well, listen, uh, he is without a doubt a stud, and he's an incredible sniper, and I give him all the praise and glory. He deserves it. I will say this, though, and selfishly, I have to say this. Mario Lemieux would have, would have, I think Lemieux would have broken Gretzky's records if he didn't get cancer and have uh, the back injury. Uh, he missed tons. He missed seasons. He missed entire seasons with cancer. He had Hodgkins. He missed entire seasons because of his lower back. And I get it. You don't get it because of injuries. It doesn't count. It doesn't matter. You didn't do it. I get it. But I think you would agree, Mike, that there were two players on the face of the earth that I've ever seen play at that level, and it was Gretzky and Lemieux. And Lemieux would have broken every record if he would have been healthy. He missed years of his career with cancer and back problems. And don't even tell me I'm crazy because everyone knows he would have broke the records. 690 goals uh, for Mario Lemieux. Uh, so that's, and that's with, like you said, missing a lot of time. Uh, I can tell you he absolutely would have been in that 800. Uh, he would have been the fourth guy along with Ovi, Howe, and Gretzky. He missed hundreds he of games. That party. He missed a lot of games, uh, a lot of games. And not just with the cancer that we had concussions, as you mentioned. He missed the long stretches uh, in the 90s with that. Uh, but Alex Ovechkin now at 800. The number is 894 for Wayne Gretzky. Uh, most goals scored in NHL history. Ovi's got 20 already this year. He's only played, I think they're, what, 32, 31, 32 games in. So he's got 50 games left this year, and he's yeah. got 20. He's 37 years old. If he can get another, and he can, 20 to 25 this season, and he's at 825 going into next year, he'll be, what, uh, 70 back. He could probably do it in two years if he stays healthy, three if he slows down a little bit. I think he's going to get He's there. automatic. He's going to get great. He's going to get it done uh, unless someone cuts his legs off. I mean, the guy is going to do it. He's going to play because – he has not slowed down. He looks old, but he doesn't play old. And I'm telling you, no. I have never in my life seen anyone score goals like really. And I saw Hal play. And I, but I have never seen anyone score goals like Gretzky and Lemieux. And I, and I mean, I think Ovechkin's the greatest sniper of our time. But I still think Lemieux scored better goals. I, I saw the guy score five goals one night. I mean, like. I've never seen anyone score goals the way Lemieux did. And Gretzky knew it. Gretzky knew the only person that would ever mess with his records was Lemieux. And then, you know, he's got right. cancer and that was the end of it. Uh, you know, he's lucky he ever came back from cancer. But there's no denying, there's no denying what Alex Ovechkin has done. No question. And you're right. I think Sniper's the way that you put it. Look, he doesn't uh, do the stuff that Gretzky and Lemieux did, dancing around defenders and, you know, making these highlight reel plays, putting it through guys' legs. He sits in that circle and he rips. And he has been the absolute best at it for almost 20 years now. Uh, he has been so good. And these two guys, guy, I, 
I, I think it's cool if he gets it. And look, there's always going to be that that Sid OV. You know, they're always going to be linked together. And right. I think that Sid will will you'll will look back and Sid will be the better all around player of the two and the better winner. But I think it's nice that Ovi is going to have a little something if he gets this Gretzky record to be the greatest goal scorer uh, in NHL history. I think that that's pretty cool that both of them are going to have a big legacy. I can't believe, to be honest with you, that I would ever see the day that anyone would eclipse uh, Wayne's records. And I I thought when I was a kid and I was covering Mario from the day he was drafted, I've never seen, I I literally, I'm looking at a picture of him right now in my studio. I have a a jersey of him over my back right here. Uh, I have never in my life seen anything like that guy playing hockey. I got to tell you, like, uh, and I never thought for one minute anyone would ever touch Wayne Gretzky except Lemieux. And and I, I was like, this is the guy that can do it. I never thought at the time that Alex Ovechkin would be at 800 goals here at the age of 37. Uh, I, I tip my cap to him. He's a brilliant one-timer sniper. Uh, he knows exactly where that net is, and he can hit any part of it. Top, middle, bottom, left, right, low, mid, you name it. He can knock the water bottle off the top. He is the best shooter in the NHL, hands down, and he's had a brilliant career. And he's got his name on the Stanley Cup, and that's all that matters. Uh, Which is, of course, uh, also massive for him uh, when you talk legacy and things like that down the road. So congrats to Ovi, uh, as now we'll see how many more he can put in this year uh, to add to that total. Other stuff from last night, Bruins beat the Islanders 4-3 in the shootout. You had the goal in the half with the Isles. Cover. uh, So they were able to get that late goal, tie the game at three, uh, and then lost that game in the extra session. Sabres last night, Scotty. You know that game was scoreless going into the third period, and the Sabres put six on them in the third against LA. What? Uh, and this and that dude, Tage Thompson, he's something else. We talked about him last week when he had the five goal game. Uh, he had two and he had two goals and two assists in that six goal uh, third. He was ridiculous last night as well. Nice third period by the Kings up in Buffalo. Uh, Canes beat the Wings one nothing. Panthers beat Columbus four nothing. Stars beat the Devils, so maybe the Muzzy was onto something a little bit yesterday when he told you he thought maybe the Devils would come back to earth a little bit. They've lost a couple of games here yeah. uh, in this last week, so that's something to keep an eye on in the Metro. Tampa beat Seattle 6-2. I know you were surprised about that. I was surprised about it as well, uh, that Tampa beat them up that badly down there. Leafs hammered the Ducks 7 to nothing. Uh, Scotty. We talk paycheck games. Man. Ducks getting whacked uh, up in Toronto last night. They're awful. Uh, They are awful. McDavid had a bunch of goals and points. Uh, Oilers beat the Preds 6-3. Vegas got a late goal to beat the Jets 6-5. Crazy game in Ferelepeg last night. I lost all kinds of money. Uh, Avs beat the the Flyers 3-2. Stop talking about (laughs) it. And the Sharks late night beat Arizona 3-2 to two at the tank. Tonight, only three games. I mean, what are we doing here? Uh, Wednesday night, only three games on the schedule. Let's start with Montreal in Ottawa against the Senators. Sends minus 225. The Canadians plus a buck 80. Six and a half is the total. You can lay the goal and a half with Ottawa at plus 115. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't touch this with a 10-foot pole, but... Uh... I'll say the Senators. I'm not involved in these two crappy teams. I'm not making, you know, I'm only trying to bet on really good games every night and the best games on the board, and that is a crappy game. Awful game. Uh, They have, of course, the TV doubleheader tonight. Uh, The first game, Detroit and Minnesota in St. Paul. Wild minus 250 plus a buck 95 for the Wings. I actually like the Wild, Scotty, minus the goal and a half at uh, minus one, uh, plus 105 right now. I like the Wild tonight. Yeah, I'll take the goal and a half with Detroit at, at uh, minus a buck 40. I think that game will be better. I mean, if that's all they're giving us tonight, I, I, you know, it's bound to be a good game. Uh, we don't have much, that's for sure. Late night in Pharrell, Alberta, Vancouver and the Flames, Calgary and the Canucks, minus 185 for the Flames, plus a buck 50 for Vancouver, six and a half the total in that one. 
Yeah, I like the Flames, and I like the over. Uh, I like the Flames tonight as well. Uh, they had that awful loss in Montreal earlier in the week. Uh, they need to bounce back from that. Uh, I This is a good time for me since we have a couple of minutes. I wanted to give you... Uh, a couple of the updated futures for the hockey, so we can close things out with that since we have All an right. extra two minutes for hockey. Uh, Avalanche plus 550, Bruins plus 600 for the Stanley Cup, Leafs 9 to 1, Vegas 9 to 1, Devils 10 to 1 uh, on the board, Hurricanes 11 to 1. So the Avalanche, Scotty, as bad as they've played, still the favorites, despite some of these teams playing better than them here through the first two months. And what are the, what are the Bruins and Leafs? Bruins are six to one, and the Leafs are nine to one. They're the second and third choice. You know, I, I don't deny the Leafs postseason malaise. It is beyond me how they fail every year in the playoffs like Clockwork Orange. But I am telling you, that is a dangerous hockey team that can beat anyone, any night, anywhere, home away, doesn't matter. They are loaded and lethal. And I know no one believes in them because they fail in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And, I mean, I'm just going to say this once. It's got to end sometime. I think they are absolutely dangerous going into the playoffs this year. They're just so good. And I think the Bruins are good, too. I think one of those two teams uh, in the East will come out of it. I mean, eventually they got to like take all this lose and eventually these guys got to win a playoff round, right? I mean, you yeah. just have to believe that it's it's going to no at some point for this, for the Matthews, Marner, Tavares group. Uh, they, they have to at least break through at some point. Uh, Hart Trophy, MVP, McDavid's plus a buck 10. Jason Robertson of the Stars, plus 450. I'm actually surprised because he plays for Dallas. He's having a phenomenal year. It's good to see he's getting recognized, at least on the big board. Uh, Matthews, 11-1 to 1 from the Leafs. Dreisaitl, 14-1. Eichel, 14-1 for the Hart Trophy uh, so far this I year. I like, you know, I don't deny McDavid's speed and everything, but why is the team so Enough. average? It's beyond me. And I think that, for my money, Austin Matthews uh, is incredible, and Jack Eichel has been an undeniable stud in Las Vegas. He is their best player, so... I go Matthews and Eichel for me. And and McDavid is just the ESPN flashy commercial guys on every commercial. He's the face of the league. So they've already given him the award. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um... All right, fast forward for all your facial. The Pharrella finish, uh, Kanye West named the 2022 Anti-Semite of the Year. Nothing like having that on your mantle. FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried arrested in the Bahamas 
They're going to extradite him to the U.S. after the U.S. filed criminal charges of stealing billions of dollars from investors and having all kinds of celebrities like Tom Brady and uh, Mr. Curry, uh, Steph Curry involved in it as well, not on the corruption side, but on the endorsement side. They were big spokesmen for the company. Your boy, Sam Bankman-Fried, going down the drain hard. They're going to put him in prison for a long time. He's the new Bernie Madoff. Florida realtor finds trespassing couple having sex in a pool of a house he was trying to sell. Not a good scene when you're showing the house and staging the house when the couple from Virginia walks in to buy the house and they look out the back window, (laughs) see people having the glory in the pool (laughs) in high noon. Ex-CNN producer John Griffin allegedly pleads guilty to child sex charges of luring a child to a home for bad intentions. Allegedly, California mom killed by a stray bullet in a gang shooting. She's a mother of three, minding her own business, dies at the hands of gunfire from gangs. Coastal Carolina quarterback Bryce Carpenter, the new quarterback at Coastal after their top quarterback, Grayson McCall, is leaving. So Bryce decided he was going to try to allegedly have relations with a girl. She wasn't having it, so he allegedly slammed her to the ground. He's got problems now with the Popo. Phoenix cop accused of making porn while on duty. (laughs) Your boy's driving around making porn while he's on the job trying to serve the community and protect its citizenry. GTD is next. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.